We're back. We're back. Back at sh- back in your ear holes. <laughs> uh, this is Aisha, one half of this podcast. This is Lexi, the other half of this podcast. And this is week three of September. So welcome back. We did a student teacher romance. Or no, we did a no. parent teacher romance, which I haven't read any of. So I was actually kind of thrilled to um to read this. Another debut novel. Another debut. So we picked three debuts. She's eating the cable. My cat is such a menace. Okay, so this week we're reading Teacher of the Year by M.A. Wardell. And it is, I'm I'm pretty sure it's a debut novel. Let me actually look I this up. I only but saw I'm pretty this sure. one and the second one on I'm, yeah, Goodreads. I'm pretty She's sure this reads. is a debut novel. Yes, this is a debut novel. Because uh, there's this is a series, except for you. Don't meet who's going to in, who's in the second book. No, they're. I think they're unrelated, like standalones. Oh, you know what I think? I think the guy who comes in for the second one is the one who's like comes in for Jill's maternity leave. Oh, that would make sense. Because he starts the premises. He starts in the middle of the school year. That makes sense. So he probably took Jill's yeah, mat leave. And that... Okay. Yeah, I could see that. Um, okay, so Teacher of the Year. Uh, tropes. M.M. Romance. Teacher Parent. I had a hard time coming up for with tropes for this one. Uh, I don't know. Contemporary. Contemporary ADHD. Hero. Hero. I don't know. Is that a trope? <laughs> I don't know if that's like a trope necessarily, but yeah. So, I mean, not even like, not grumpy sunshine. I mean, although he's a bit of a himbo. Olan, uh, or Olin is a uh, cinnamon roll. I guess. I so don't know. You don't, don't cinnamon roll hero. I don't know. Do we get a lot of, of Olin? I mean, not really. You know what, like, threw me off is because I was expecting Marvin to be, because the cover, he has, like, red hair. Yeah, I expected and that, too. And then they kept talking about how it was, like, dark brown hair, and I was like, Are, is this cover lying to me? I think it's just because the, um, maybe because the colors in the cover are, like, pink tinged so maybe it actually just looks like it's like it's red but it's actually brown i actually like the cover of this i think it's it's kind of cute uh the art's pretty well done um okay uh so the only things we can think of are mm romance teacher parent cinnamon roll hero I mean, nerd hero? He's a bit of a himbo. Is he a himbo? He's super smart, though. Marvin? Oh, Marvin's a himbo. I thought you were talking about Olin. Olin's a cinnamon roll hero. But, like... Both of them are pretty cinnamon rolls, to be honest. I would argue Marvin could be a himbo. 
I mean, he's smart, obviously, but like, yeah, no, I, I think you're right. I, I could, I could see Marvin being a himbo. Okay. Um, trigger warning. Uh, alcoholism. Yeah, that's what I had too. That was the only trigger warning I had. If that's like, because his mom is an alcoholic and his mom is a recovering alcoholic. Yeah, and so is Olin. Yeah. Yeah, I kept in my head pronouncing it as Olan. And then no, when they were and like, then when, yeah, but then when they when Jill was like, like as a matching with Roland, and I was like, oh, it's Olin. I don't know why I pronounced it in my head that way. You also call him Olaf, and I was like, <laughs> I did by accident. Yeah, we were talking about it before this podcast. Um, Goodreads ratings is a three point eight five with two thousand ratings. That's pretty good. I would say three point eight five is pretty accurate. That's a pretty accurate rating. Yeah. Um, with anywhere between like a three and a half and four. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I'll read the back of the book first. Love, not as easy as ABC. They were supposed to keep things casual. Who'd expect to be schooled in love? Those who can teach Marvin Block. Uh, yeah, I did read that. Those who can teach. Marvin Block is one of the best kindergarten teachers out there. And despite his anxiety, Marvin's life is sweet. He knows what he wants, and what he wants is the Teacher of the Year award. Not just for himself, his school needs him to win. Returning from break, the new year finds Marvin all set to welcome a new pupil to his class. But when Iona walks in with her cute as hell single dad beside her, Marvin's focus starts to slide. Sure, his students always come first, but he deserves to have a life outside of the classroom, too, right? As their friendship starts to deepen, Marvin realizes Olin has the potential to teach him things about love he never thought possible. But with the Teacher of the Year award and his school's future on the line, now is not the time for anything complicated. Education has always been Marvin's world, and he needs to keep a cool head if he wants to win the award and save his school. But will it be worth it if he loses Olin in the process? With Olin's past and Marvin's present colliding, their experiment in love hangs in the balance. Marvin knows what he wants out of out of life, but now he's fo- forced to consider what he wants out of love. Will Marvin chalk the relationship up to experience, or can they revise their story into a textbook romance? Teacher of the Year is a steamy open door friends to lovers gay romance novel. That explores a balance between friends, family, career, and relationships while overcoming trauma and dealing with anxiety. So, yeah, friends to lovers, I guess, is also a trope. Yes. <laughs> that we... I don't know. I I don't know if I'd argue they were friends. I mean, they weren't not like, friends, they but they were... They were not friends, but then also... They like, were always kind of... Flirty. Friends with benefits? No, they were always flirty. I always found... I always found that, like, Olin had every intention of... Yeah, he was purposely flirting with yeah. Marvin, whether Marvin realized it at the time or not. So, okay, so Marvin Block, the kindergarten teacher, he's 29, Olin Stone, 33, and he's an engineer, an aerospace engineer. Yeah. And he recently just sold his company for like multi millions, millions of dollars. Yeah. And he moved. I was like very confused on like 
where they were. Yeah, because they kept saying the, Maine and they kept saying Portland. And I was like, where the fuck are I these I think there's like a Maine in Portland. And like is in Oregon. But my confusion was, is there a time difference between Arizona and Oregon? Because I don't think there is. But then his mom kept being like in a different time zone. And I was like, that makes absolutely no sense if. No, they would be in the same time zone. Yeah. That's why I'm like, are, is, are we are we thinking are we in Portland? Are we in Oregon or are we in a are we in like the East Coast, Maine? But then they kept saying Portland. Yeah, that's. I was so I was really confused. And I mean, I'm not very good. Also, the geography like, in general, let alone American geography. So I don't know, but yeah, I kept being confused in where they were too. And the little boat island that they um, described very much sounded kind of like the Sunshine Coast or like Bowen Island. Like we have here. Yeah. But like I have I have no idea where they are. I wasn't sure where they were either, to be fair. Yeah, I th- I thought Oregon. I thought they were Oregon because they kept saying they're so close to Portland. And I was like, okay, there might be a Maine in Oregon. That makes, that could make sense. But the time zone when they kept being like, yeah, my mom's like three hours ahead. I was like, what do you mean she's three hours ahead? She's, she's in, in fucking Arizona. Arizona. Arizona is the same time zone. We're still on the Pacific West, Pacific standard yeah. time here. But I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea where we I are. I was kind of confused by that, too, because I was like, where are we? Someone please explain to me the time zones for Arizona. Because Arizona's, like, don't get me wrong, Arizona's big. So maybe there's a part of Arizona that's in a different there time zone. There is a part of Arizona that's in a different time zone. I don't zone. think so. But, like, someone please explain this to me. Okay. I mean, besides that, where do you want to start? I don't know. Maybe, like... I feel like okay, let's start with kids. Kids and kids and romance are hit and miss. I think that you either really love them or they're really they're hard either to write. written like an actual child or they're written like too old. An adult who wrote a child. <laughs> yeah. I did find Iona didn't really play that much of a part in this. No. Like she did, but she didn't. Like not enough for like like I wouldn't say I knew this kid. Yeah. So like, yeah. but she was cute. I liked her. I thought she was really funny. Um, and the kindergarten thing is cute because like I don't know. A yeah, male elementary school teachers are not common, and specifically kindergarten. I can imagine that not being very common. And I just picture him being yeah, like such a himbo, like just being like kind of quirky and like. I mean, they talk about his outfit being, like, skinny jeans and sneakers with a shirt that says, like, nerd on it. And I'm like, that's exactly who I picture. With, like, maybe he has, like, reading glasses that he wears. And he's got, like, this curly, hat, like, afro he hair. That's how he describes it. The Actually, one thing I would say is, like, I didn't get any of the, like, like, he kept using, um, like, I guess Jewish terms and I was like I like there was just one part wasn't that was sure. like you like you understood that he was Jewish yeah he noted that he was Jewish and then he had this conversation with his mom and it was like about some girl having another kid yeah like, having a baby yeah and, like, and her- so and they kept like s- like literally they just kept speaking like Hebrew and I was like yeah I was kind of confused I have no idea what any of these things mean I understand but it came out of like nowhere it wasn't like he like trickled it into his conversations with her before 
or like he would say it sometimes. Yeah. But no, it's just like this one conversation. It was just like every other word was like a Hebrew word. And I was like, I have no yeah, idea okay. what I have Jewish terms at Hebrew. Um, I'm dumb. Uh, yeah. Like I found that kind of throughout the book though. So throughout the book that he would use, like when he was, cause this book is in first person and it's, it's in first person and it's single POV. So you're with Mar- Marvin the whole time. Mm-hmm. So he like his internal monologue would also use Hebrew language like like terms and like like when he called himself stupid or like an idiot he'd like exchange it instead of saying idiot he would say it in his head in Hebrew. So you understood what he was trying to say but were also slightly confused. And I I'm not quite sure if I, like, you don't find, so, you don't find a lot of Jewish heroes or heroines. That's, like, not necessarily super common. And when you do, they don't quite commit to the bit. Yeah. As much as this did. And, like, part of me really appreciates that, like, they committed to the bit. Mm -hmm. And I can appreciate that as, like, something that's, like, actually quite realistic, but I was also slightly confused by some of the terms that were used because I was like, I don't actually know what this means. And I, I think I understand what the what the the general like the conversation is supposed to be about. Does that make sense? But I mm-hmm. don't quite 100 percent know. And it wasn't like it was a handful, like it was enough that like if I had looked them up every time, it would have slowed me down in reading the book by quite a bit. Yeah. Because it was, like, very ingrained in the book. But at the same time, like, 100% commit to the bit. And, like, I think that having a Jewish hero that's, like, this, yeah, like, it just was really nice to, like, have and just have them, like, not just casually Jewish, do you know what I mean? Where they're like, oh, yeah, I'm Jewish. And then you don't hear about it again. Yeah. Like, that was a really big part of who he was. Um... This book also starts in January, which, like, I guess makes sense because she does move in the middle of the year. And then you don't have to really, like, go through, like, Christmas, I guess, was, like, skipped. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I liked Jill, although she was, like, a little, like, demanding when they were, like, when she was, like... In the beginning, when she was talking about, like, give me your phone. Like, we're doing the dating thing. Yeah. Also, the napkin guy. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so weird. I'm like, I was. But the thing is, it's like, I can picture this guy. And I'm like, I could totally picture I went on a date. This is, like, weird. This guy that does. Technically, it's just a quirk. And technically, but it's it's not (laughs) offensive in any way, shape, or form. But it gives you the ick. And he is, like, Marvin got the ick. And then he was like, yeah, I can't do this. (laughs) <laughs> and like the thing is is that it's it's not like offensive it's it's like maybe yeah, it's not like he moderately like... inconvenient yeah and it is just kind of quirky but then it's enough for you to be like mm, that's an ick it does this bother me enough to not go out with him again yeah i think it does because yeah like the one napkin <laughs> and then he's a pile of clean and dirty <laughs> it was like it's just really weird it was a very unique scene and i i really enjoyed it i thought it was really funny because you're in marvin's pov and he's like 
what is happening? Yeah, he's like, like why <laughs> does he need so many napkins? And then he kept at the guy kept asking the waitress for napkins. So she was just like bringing napkins every like, time. Every she time she passed another pile of napkins. He'd like take a sip of wine, wipe his mouth with the napkin. <laughs> and then he'd discard the napkin. He can't reuse the napkin. Yeah. It was a really interesting scene. I thought that was actually really funny. Cause like it didn't really add to the storyline of Marvin and Olin but it was just like such a random thing that I was like this is actually like kind of funny Mm -hmm. um yeah that was that was funny um I did like a okay the rimming scene that's like we have to talk about it I was like it. not expecting it but I was no, like but this I was makes he- sense but I was also here for it because I was like I've literally how many times have we read a book where there's been an anal scene that's they've never described this like we've never had a, like an actual ribbing scene and I was like you know what yeah I'm kind of here for this like why have we not had a scene like this like why is this not in more books and like it's one of those things where you're like yeah it makes sense but you're like I've never actually read one. I've never read one. You were offended by the butt stuff in window shopping. No, it was just because it like went nowhere. Like it was just like, and she took a finger on his butt, and it was like, oh, and then it went nowhere. Well, we didn't describe anything else. Anyway, I just like, I just also in the closet. It was in the closet of his classroom. I was like, what is going like? Like Here I know, I understand it was seven o'clock at night because it was a parent-teacher conference. Yeah, but also I'm like, risque. Do I want to know that while I was in elementary school, my my teachers were fucking like, in the in the <laughs> fucking printing room? No. But like at the same time, eh, hot. It was hot as an adult. Um, yeah, I just thought it took me so out of left field that I was like, I am did not expect this but i'm also very here for this at the same time it was mm-hmm. a good scene but yeah like i was not i don't know what i was expecting but that wasn't it um yeah so like that was good the ex-wife yeah i don't know what i was expecting when she showed up i don't know if she really uh, besides the like conversation that like then prompted the third act breakup. I hate third act breakups. I hate them. And I hated this okay, one. Okay. We, I hate them in general. We can go into my least favorite part. Because, like, that third act breakup was my least favorite part. Because it kind of fucking came out of nowhere. Because it was just, like, he was having a panic attack because he was getting triggered by how, like, he was, like, because the ex-wife basically, like, told marvin how Oland was at his very worst when he was an alcoholic yeah and it gave him flashbacks and it was like really his- scary and he got he got like triggered by his childhood and then so he kind of had like a panic attack and he like ran off which is like okay and then Oland came out and he was like what was going on and he like i don't know understand how you don't realize this guy's having a panic attack because he's literally on his ass and on the like sidewalk because he just finds a rock to sit down on yeah, in someone's garden. And he's well, like, he's fully having a panic attack. It was a rock wall. He was just sitting by himself oh. in the dark. But it was also like, 
11 o'clock or something. Yeah, like, but was he was late. like clearly having a panic attack. Like he clearly didn't leave because he's like, I got to do something. It was like, no, he's got to leave because he's having a freaking panic attack and he doesn't want to do it in front of people. And then, then it prompts Olin to be like, like, because the, the conversation in my head just like kind of like went like very like off like it it went very dramatic really fast yeah because it was like it he went from understood that he was having a panic attack and then Marvin was explaining why he was having a panic and then attack. Olin was basically like well if you're gonna leave every time then I don't think we can do this like I I, I also can't be I left all the time and then he was like and then Marvin shut down like I understand when Olin was like you like obviously like my past is like part of me and I like I understand that's hard for you but it can't like I can't change that and I understand that it triggers you but I can't change what what I was at my worst and there's always a risk that like I could I could relapse yeah and you have to be like there for me when I relapse which is also like a lot to put on someone that you just met like although four months ago to be fair this is April like they've been dating for sure for two months like I think, and and at this point, he also knew that he was a recovering alcoholic. Like, once you find out someone's a recovering alcoholic, like, the assumption is that, like, they could relapse and you have to be there. Like, but it it is also just, like, and then it went in, like, went left field being, like, you know, you put too much of yourself into work. And then that was what triggered, that was what triggered my relapse, like, a year ago. So, and I fear that you're going to go down that same road and I'm like, yeah, I think those yeah, are yeah, two yeah, yeah. different things. Like being committed as a teacher, like, and I understand that he gives like his hundred fifty percent to his kids, and running a company is very different. It's very different. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And then he's like, but teacher of the year is taking. Up. It's like literally like four months of his life that teacher of the year takes up. Yeah, like, it, it, I did. I agree with you in the sense that like it was kind of like it wasn't really like a leg to stand on like Marvin's stuff felt real because like he has trauma and it's like he hadn't dealt with it yet he has anxiety he has ADHD and then for Olin to be like you work too much and he's just just like a kindergarten teacher just yeah, seems so he's a random kindergarten teacher he leaves work every day at like four four tops because obviously they let out at like 2 30 and, and then he cleans up his classroom and then he leaves for the day like and it's you not, don't like you're teaching, like it's not like in high school where you can like coach and stuff. Yeah, no, and you don't have assignments to mark because they're kindergartners. He's teaching like <laughs> fucking five year olds, and I like. <laughs> I understand putting a hundred percent of yourself into work can sometimes not be good for your mental health, and you might burn out. But the like, it, it wasn't the fact that he was worried that he would burn out. It was the fact that he was worried he might tumble down a like road to alcoholism like he did i don't know if that was it but he was worried that he was gonna like yeah like just burn himself out and be like like mentally unwell yeah i'm not quite sure what like the like thought process was because yeah he was well they needed a third act breakup but the third act breakup would have been fine with marvin just leaving like having another panic attack and leaving because like he did it twice though because he did that yes. on the island too and he was like yeah i can't and literally like literally packed up and left the island in the morning <laughs> like literally like the kid's not even awake the kid's yet. not awake 
Yeah, that was a little much. But like, I mean, I also did find at the beginning when I first started this book, Marvin was kind of hard to read because like you're in his POV and he has ADHD and he's thinking like he like his thoughts. That's the way why that it was I was written, like, I was telling you about this because I was like, he has ADHD and like. It's written like, very much like somebody. Like, and I was like, is this what it's like to talk to me? Like, is this is this what it's like to interact with me? Because I'm like, I must be a lot for people if like. This is what it's like yeah. being in their head. And I so it did take me a little while because I was like, it was just like very like jumbled all over the place. Like before, especially before him and Olin started to like start a relationship and that became the focus. And it was really just you being with Marvin all the time. In that first, like, 20%. I never had... It was kind of confusing. Like, it... Or, I, like... I mean, I never had an issue... It just dumped around a little bit. I never had an issue following Marvin's thought process, but also I have ADHD, so that's probably... <laughs> probably like, why. I was just, like... But I was, like, the most part happening. was, like... I was, like, ah, do I... Is this what I... It just jumps is, around a lot. Is this though. how I turn? Like, is this what people look at me like? Like, <laughs> am I like this? And I'm just not self-aware enough? <laughs> Yeah, they, it just, yeah, anyway, I, I'm sure that there was, like, it was probably written that way for a reason, because it was written because he does have ADHD, and you're in his head, but it was a little fucking confusing. Um, yeah, I don't know, the one thing I did find, though, is I didn't really know Olin. Yeah, you didn't get... But I feel like maybe that's just, like, a product of, like, when you're not in a dual POV and you only get the one person that like, it's hard to like know the other person. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like I didn't really know anything about him. Yeah. Besides he was an engineer. Yeah. He's a little nerdy. He was probably really good at Scrabble. Very serious guy. Like he, he's also very polite and like proper. Like he speaks very like, like, pro- like he'll say please and be like, yeah. Oh, can I inquire about this rather than like like he he uses like very like he's gr- probably good at Scrabble, like I said, yeah, very good at Scrabble. Um, but yeah, I mean, and it was also a lot of like I don't want to say time jumps, but you did get like it happened this book. So like, Icebreaker took place over six seven months. Like, almost, yeah, basically an entire you, school year. You pick up in September, September and you end in her finals, which I think is around March. Or and then his finals happen like a couple months or his like his regional because it's like because they have they have Valentine's Day, I think. Yeah. And yeah. They it, you definitely go to March or April. And this book felt like what? you were. This felt longer, like the time frame felt longer, but it actually was shorter because it was only January to May. Yeah. So I also, okay, what, let's, so the ex-wife comes and is actually very nice. And I'm glad that she wasn't the villain because I was kind of expecting her to be. The villain turned out to be Marvin's trauma. Yeah, pretty much. Which like. (laughs) You know what? That's very realistic. Like, it's le- more realistic than it being the ex-wife. So, like, the ex-wife shows up and is like, I understand. I'm sorry for freaking you out. Like, I, I, like, 
I feel bad for doing that. And then she says that, like, it'd be really good to go to his AA meeting. But then the whole time he's planning on skipping it and going to. So they both plan a grand gesture, basically. And Marvin's grand gesture is to show up at Olin's one year anniversary AA meeting because that's what his ex-wife suggested. And then. Marvin just or so Marvin goes not there Olin's grand gesture is he's gonna show up at the teacher of the year thing and like they're both gonna make amends by showing up at each other's event but then Olin's event is technically first so Marvin's like I'll just go to his event and then I'll just like show my support and like hopefully bridge the gap and then go to my award thing and then we can chat after the whole thing is done but this whole time Marvin's sitting in the AA meeting and Olin's at the dinner like at the awards waiting for Marvin to show up. That was kind of confusing because it was never addressed. And I was like, we're not going to talk about communication. And then he runs out of gas on the way home. Yeah. He seems very like scatterbrained. But that's uh, that's like, I think he's, yeah, definitely ADHD. But then, yeah. But then they never talk about the fact that like, like, how did that like how did they did nobody no and, one communicated and how did like i felt it felt like to me it felt like the, the ex-wife like like put that idea in his head when to fail like if that made sense like he's like she's like you should go to this meeting and then like she would have talked to olin right about what i his don't plan know was. and did no one decide to communicate to him they're like, hey, he's not going to be at the meeting, so you should. Well, also, okay, so. Because he's like, oh, I'll so, just celebrate next month. And I'm like. And also, so Olin shows up at the dinner. He sits at the table with the group. Yeah. And, and, and nobody was, texts and him. And Jill was talking to <laughs> oh, uh, that's, that's, uh, Marvin the entire time. Cause that's was, what I mean. Because they were like texting and she's like, where are you? And he's like, and that I'm, was I'm leaving See, now. And that was my thing where I was like. Did nobody be like, hey, Olin is here? Like, you should come. Because then he would have immediately left because they started at the same time. So I was like, what is happening? And th- yeah, and then he runs up against and he's got to run there and he's like in a suit and like sweaty. But yeah, that was the only thing. I was, I was like, nobody is like, hey, Olin is here. And Olin didn't show up at the thing and go, wait a second, Marvin's not here. Where is he? Do you know what I mean? And text him and be like, hey, Marvin, are you okay? You're not at your own award show. Yeah, that was the only confusing thing. Is that like, I was like, what is happening? Um, Okay, so let's go. So that your least favorite part was what? Um, Was the, f- the oh, third, third breakup. Up. My least favorite part, I would say similar, but my least favorite part was probably the um the conversation with the ex-wife where like he has the panic attack and just like leaves because i was Mm -hmm. like i don't know like i or i wish that he had just had one do you know what i mean like he had left like he has the island one and that that's it or he has the one when the ex-wife talks to him rather than having the two panic attacks and leaving because I feel like they they like they get the same point across. Like, I didn't feel like there needed to be two of those. Ooh, the other trigger warning we missed was Jill's miscarriage. Oh, yeah. And they talk about that. And she doesn't miscarriage in this book, but they talk about how she had a miscarriage. Um, 
I did like Jill and the husband. The husband was funny. The husband was just like, I'm I'm just the third wheel in this relationship, obviously. Yeah. And they're always talking about how hot he is, and he's like, okay. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Okay, what's your favorite part? Mm, probably, like, the sledding scene. I really enjoyed that when they're on the bus. And this is before yeah. he admits that, like, he, that he like, him. understands that, like, he's actively trying to flirt with him because at this point he still thinks Olin is straight but like dude straight men don't put their hands in each other's thighs but like <laughs> he's sitting there he's like I might be misreading this um okay he's, he's so cute because everyone's in like all their snow gear and also fucking kids in snow gear are just so cute they're like little penguins they just like waddle in their fucking yeah. snow gear my favorite part adding to that is when they um, when he drops him off after babysitting and then he like basically tries to make a move and then Marvin's like, Oh, oh no. I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. And le- like leaves all of his shit in the car and just like leaves. <laughs> and then Olin's like, Hey, you like left all your stuff. Like, do you want Can your I- backpack? <laughs> Can so I like- come up? <laughs> and then Marvin's like, Oh my God, I am such an idiot. Like, I guess you have to because I need my stuff. So he like lets him up and they had that like makeout scene that was really good. But there's like that moment of like, he's like, and you like me? Oh no. A straight guy likes me and like doesn't at all kind of also com- it's just, like too much information at once. And he's like, and I gotta go. He just I like did, fucking runs away. I did like how Marvin is a little like, has a little dirty mouth. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. I was very surprised. I wasn't expecting that at all. Because, like, I was expecting it to be Olin, to be honest. But no. But no, it's Marvin. It's Marvin. I also, I actually also really liked the scene where they both, they, so they have penetrative sex twice on page. Yeah, they have one where. Yeah, Marvin. Marvin is the one. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, how do I say this? How do I say this? <laughs> there's the one where Marvin is the bottom, and then there's one that's Olin is the bottom. So they both, and I, I was kind of surprised by that. Um, I don't know what I was expecting, but I kind of liked having the two different scenes where like, there, there's no like true bottom, if that makes sense, because I feel like that's such a misconception with like mm-hmm. same sex relationships is that one's a bottom, one's a top, and it's not like we do things that feel good. <laughs> do you know what yeah. I mean? So I really liked that because that was kind of good. Um, okay. Actually, before we wrap, start to wrap things up, let's talk about the epilogue. So it's three months later. Yeah, because they're starting the new school year. So but he do they moves live in on- with... So, yeah. So I thought they moved to the island. They did. But then, so then he moved in with them with less than a year? I guess. That they feels moved- really early. I mean, I guess if you know, you know. I guess so. Because I was kind of expecting them to, like, maybe have kids. Like, to have a, like, for them to, like, adopt or something. But they did not. I was hoping that we'd get, like, uh, like three or four years later and they've, like, adopted another kid. And then, um... Iona has a like a step sibling or like a half sibling or something. Yeah, that's what I was hoping for, but you don't get that. You get three months later, and they're just yeah. yeah. I just need 
epilogues to be a little bit further along in like more domestic bliss. I I was just shocked that they was like I was like wait they're living together like how long in the future is this? And then realized that yeah it was three months. And I was like that seems really early. But I mean yeah I guess if you know you know. Um, okay, what was your rating? I gave it like a three point five. See, I was thinking about this and I was like, I feel like I want to give it a four, but I th- I think I'm going to, I think I also give this a 3.5. I'm going to give it a four on Goodreads, but I would also give this a 3.5, I think. Um, Okay. What would you say the steaminess was? A two? Two and a half? Yeah, like a two, two and a half. Okay. That's There's a, a couple blowy scenes. Because like, yeah. Okay. Two and a half, I feel like makes sense. Um, Okay. And then would you recommend this? I would. I'd probably recommend this. This was cute. Yeah. It's very fluff novel. It's very cute. Um, I liked it. So I would recommend this. Would you reread this? I don't know if I'd reread it, I don't know it, if though. I'd go back. I think I would continue with the series, but I don't know if I'd go back to this one. Yeah, I agree. I think I would also continue with the series, um, but I don't know if I'd go back to this one. It's crazy because now we've read three debut novels in a row, and they're all very different. And I think of all the debut novels, like Icebreaker was uh, like, I think is a top novel anyway, because like we gave it really good ratings. But um, it's just interesting that we ended up reading three debut novels in one go. It's a coincidence. Um, Because like, they're all very different. Mm -hmm. But I could tell this is a debut novel. So it was a little wordy. Yeah. yeah, you could tell this was a debut novel. Really good for a debut novel, but I could tell this was a debut novel. Um, like I would have guessed that if I didn't know that before going into it. And I'm actually kind of excited for the second book. I also really like the cover art. I'm not a cartoon it's really cover, cute. Yeah. but I really liked the cover art because I think the same artist is doing the second book, and yeah. it's kind of cute. I like the the cover art they did. Um. So that's kind of cute. Okay. Oh, man. Tired. Um, anything else to say about this book? No, I think it's cute. I think, I think this is cute. This is a cute little, like... It's a little fluff novel. I, I, this is a cute, like, February novel. Like, this one you read in February. Yeah. Where you're like, spring is coming, but you're Why like... Why do we keep picking books that are, like, back to school, but it's, like... January. January. <laughs> I don't know. I I thought God, about that too because <laughs> because I picked this novel and you picked academically yours and both of them are post Christmas. Yeah, I know. Fuck. Icebreaker is the only one that I gotta takes place figure in the out school year. Noct- Noctadia, I think, is September. I want to say. I mean, it's too late. We've committed. Committed. <laughs> um. Okay. So. Oh, also, they did wear condoms in this. And they talked about, like, the adult way of being, like, maybe we should, like, let's get tested so you don't have to use condoms. I was also... I mean, at this point, they already gave blowy. So I'm like, if one of you guys got something... Did Icebreaker, they wear condoms when... I don't think so. No. They didn't. No. No. So, I mean... I mean, but it's, like, common, but it's also just, like... If you really conversational, conversational, a little too late here. Um, yeah, I did like. I still liked that because I feel like that's something that like 
I don't know, that's never talked about. We're like, it's not sexy to be like, oh, why don't we just like, we should get tested so we don't have to use them. But like, they had that in this. And I give that a big check mark because that's like, I can't remember the last romance novel we read where they actually talked about that. Without being like, don't worry, I'm clean and just doing it. Because, <laughs> yeah, let's be honest, that's not realistic. Or, I mean, maybe it is for some people, but potential for disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, I don't have anything else to say about this book. I, I think this is worth a read. It was really cute. It's enough that I would reread this author for sure. Also, this is a male author. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. I, we don't read a lot of, we don't read a lot of men. Um, we also, I think we've only read two romances written by men. TJ Klune. Oh yeah, yeah. And then this book. And we don't, yeah, we don't read a lot of, um, male authors so i thought that was kind of nice that we like added that in there because we don't we don't read very many but um yeah i said this is worth reading it was cute very like a very feel-good romance and like the heroes are like just two like genuinely nice people like nobody's got like weird shit nobody's like a weird alpha hole like they're just two nice guys yeah and that's kind of refreshing Mm-hmm. To not have an alpha hole. Yeah. As one of them. So I liked it. I would read it. Recommend. Yeah. Go read it. Um, okay. So on that note, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. It's very helpful. We really appreciate it. Um, wherever you get your podcasts. We are mainly on Instagram. I run the Instagram account for the most part. So if you DM, DM us, it's more than likely me responding. Wow. Throw me under the bus there. Um, but Lexi runs the YouTube account. So if you want to come on YouTube. That's why it's really far behind. Yeah. Uh, then Lexi will reply. Check out our YouTube. You can subscribe to our channel. All of the podcasts are up there. Um, we have a website. It's amazing. Our web designer, Rosemary, did an amazing job. So please check it out. We have an email list where you can stay up to date on all of the things that we have going on. I promise we won't flood your email um, inbox. It's just occasional when we've got news. And to um, learn about our upcoming stuff, like the book box we've got launching pretty soon. So don't be afraid to hit us up there. Uh, We do have a book recommendation form on the website. So if you have something you want us to read, fill it out. We really, we love recommendations. Um, Or you could DM us because that's kind of where we are for the most part, like on a day to day. Otherwise, uh, we will see you next week back on the pod. Back in your ear holes. Bye. (laughs) 